Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. And you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susanna Wexby is cooking. Hello, everyone. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 9th of October, the 282nd day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 83 days left until it's 2022. That means it's Already time to start thinking about your 2022 New Year resolutions for our annual New Year show. But in the here and now, are you well? I do hope so. There's singing and dancing going on in Uganda today. At least I hope there is. Ugandans are celebrating their 1962 independence from the United Kingdom. Happy Independence Day, Uganda! I've been feeling homesick lately, and I was going to go to New York for a few days and then on to Texas, where I had planned an enormous party. But preventable COVID is rampant in Texas right now because the state is filled with and is governed by an idiot. So we postponed everything for April, hoping that by then, well, we can hope, can't we? I kept my vacations days, though, so I won't be with you for the next two weeks. I'll stay in Paris and go to museums and get caught up on all that dumb stuff one puts off doing, like updating my address book, moving the books around in the bookcases to accommodate new books, interesting things like that. Meanwhile, to console myself, I've been listening to lots of music from home, and I want you to hear what I really, really love, music from Mexico. This is Linda Ronstadt. Me 
siento solo. Quiero que me acompañes hasta que muera. I love those songs. That was Dos Arbolitos, Two Little Trees, from the Mexican-American singer Linda Ronstadt. She was joined by her father, Pete Ronstadt, and her brother, Mike Ronstadt. It's from an album called Canciones de Mi Padre, Songs from My Father, which won Ronstadt a Grammy Award for Best Mexican-Mexican-American Album in 1989. Muy sabroso. Are you ready? I do hope so. Good, because it's... Time for the quiz. On the 18th of September, I asked you to refer to my colleague Michael Fitzpatrick's article, The Paris Attacks Seen Through the Eyes of Belgian Investigators. The head of the Belgian investigation team into the November 2015 terrorist attacks in Paris ended her testimony with the plea for the world to not equate the Brussels neighborhood where the plans for the attacks were made as a terrorist hotbed. I asked you to send in the name of that neighborhood or district. The answer is Molenbeek. It's one of Brussels' 19 districts. Investigator Isabel Panu said, and I quote from Michael's article, stressing that she spoke from personal experience, not as a sociologist or a lawyer or as a tour guide, Panu told the court that it was nonsense to identify one of the 19 districts of Brussels with Islamic extremism, worse than ridiculous to call it the heart of European terrorism. This is a densely populated village community in which distances are measured in meters, not kilometers, she said. There are mosques, yes, that's normal with such a large Muslim community. There are some radical preachers, yes, but the vast majority of those who live in Molenbeek are peaceful citizens, end quote. As a reminder, my excellent colleague, RFI English journalist Michael Fitzpatrick, is at the trial every day. You can read his daily articles on our homepage, rfienglish.com. They're heartbreaking and difficult, but I highly suggest you read them all. And the winners are... All RFI Listeners Club members this week. There are two lucky winners from India, Mr. Radha Krishna Pillai from Kerala State and Zenon Tellis for the Christian Marxist-Leninist Maoist Association of Listening DXers in Goa. There are two winners from Bangladesh as well, Julie Sarmeli from Munshiganj and Maksud Alam from Chittaganj. Maksud works for Bangladesh Television, by the way. Last but not least, there's Richard Wasaja from Masaka, Uganda, who included a little note in his mail. He wrote, Susan, here in the central region of Uganda, our staple food is matuke. I don't know whether you have tasted it before. I know next time you visit Uganda, you will request it at the hotel. At the hotel? 
Why not at your house, huh? I have been to Uganda, Richard, and I really loved that trip, but I did not have matuke. In fact, I didn't even know what it is, so I looked it up. This is how Wikipedia describes it, and I quote, Matuke is a variety of starchy banana, commonly referred to as cooking bananas. The fruit is harvested green and then cooked and often mashed or pounded into a meal. In Uganda, it is steam-cooked, and the mashed meal is one of the national dishes of the country. End quote. Mmm, yummy. I agree. It does sound delicious. Thanks for the info, Richard, and happy Independence Day. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. The question this week is about France's decision to allow primary school children in 47 departments across France to attend classes mask-free. Starting this past Monday, any French administrative department where the number of COVID cases has dropped to less than 50 per 100,000 people is eligible to become a green-level department, the lowest health protocol level. Although children no longer have to wear masks to school in these regions, teachers are required to keep wearing them. Currently, one COVID case in a classroom leads to the closure of the entire class. My question to you is, as of the 1st of October, what is the percentage of France's classrooms which were closed due to COVID, according to the Education Ministry? Again, what is the percentage of classrooms which have been closed due to COVID-19 as of the 1st of October, according to the Education Ministry? I've posted our article, No More COVID Masks for Primary School Children in France's Green Regions, on the Sound Kitchen and the RFI Club's pages to help you with the answer. You have until the 8th of November to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on November 13th to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. Hello, I'm Russ Franzman Kongogo, RFI Club member from Kemogemba, Tarime Mara, Tanzania. My greetings to all of my fellow listeners in East Africa, India, and all over the world. My message is make a big bubble, but not trouble. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. 
Many, many thanks to Erwan for his input and his expertise in mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm off for the next two weeks, but I've left some delicious shows bubbling on the stove for you. A history of El Son Cubano from Erwan, and a look at the Women in Jazz South Florida Collective. You're listening to one of the members' music right now. This is called Ashley and was written by Celeste Ray. Earlier in the show, when I was talking to you about the November 15th trial, you heard Dark Improv by Crystal Sawyer. And you know already about Erwan's tasty Cuban music shows, so you won't want to miss either one. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind. And stay in touch and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums. This week, Erwan has chosen music from Papua New Guinea. Do you know much about uh, Papua New Guinea? No? Well, you're not alone. The country is one of the world's least explored, culturally and geographically. It's known to have numerous groups of uncontacted peoples, and researchers believe there are many undiscovered species of plants and animals in the interior. Papua New Guinea is a country in Oceania, the geographic region that includes Australasia, Melanesia, Micronesia, and Polynesia. Papua New Guinea is on the eastern half of the island of New Guinea. Its capital, located along its southeastern coast, is Port Moresby. It's the world's third largest island country, behind Indonesia and Madagascar. Ruled variously by Germany, Britain, and Australia, Papua New Guinea became independent in 1975 as a Commonwealth realm with Elizabeth II as its queen. It also became a member of the Commonwealth of Nations in its own right. Papua New Guinea is one of the most culturally diverse countries in the world. As of 2019, it was also the most rural. Under 15% of the population live in urban centers. And listen to this. There are 851 known languages in the country and around 312 different tribes. Amazing, isn't it? So, the music, which is what we're focusing on here. The traditional music of Papua New Guinea is usually song-based, with flutes, drums, and other percussion instruments accompanying the voices. Typically, there's a lead singer and a chorus who follow the leader. Australian miners introduced the mouth organ, which is often used now, although quite differently from that of an Australian miner of the time. A common music festival in Papua New Guinea is called a sing-sing. Sing Sing is a gathering of a few tribes or villages who come together to show their distinct cultures in dance and music. These gatherings aim to peacefully share traditions. Erwan has made a mix of some of the traditional kinds of musics you can hear in Papua New Guinea. It's important to note that all the music you'll hear was recorded in the field, so you're hearing exactly what the participants and musicians would hear. It's interesting, isn't it? Thanks, Erwan, for another musical discovery. Talk to y'all in two weeks.